Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bagel Bites. My name is Robbie Nagel, and this is just a podcast series where we get to talk about the random things that I want to talk about. And today I'm going to be talking about, um, I suppose, sin, technically, if I had to give an overarching theme. Um, I was reminded of the uh, story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, um, and I don't know who's all ever read it. Uh, it's a pretty good novel. Um, and it deals with uh, a theme uh, that I want to talk about today, and I'll compare it actually to a couple of their different um, books. Uh, but the main theme of the story, uh, everybody most likely knows uh, loosely, um, that Dr. Jekyll um, ends up creating uh, this ability to transform into Mr. Hyde, who is uh, this seemingly uh, sinister being, uh, commits crimes, and... Um, ends up being able to take a serum to be able to turn back into Dr. Jekyll, who's this upright, um, very well-known, very well-mannered uh, doctor in society. And uh, at the end of the book, um, it ends up being that he um, dies because the frequency of transformations become involuntary, and then uh, they become more... Um, frequent and then he runs out of the uh, one of the ingredients to the serum uh, that turns him back into Dr. Jekyll um so there's no way to uh you know get away with his crimes um but that was the entire point he writes this note um that's essentially like his farewell and he just talks about him having these uh indulgent uh criminal behaviors or indulgent behaviors um, that he couldn't commit because of who he was and uh, who he was viewed as. Uh, so he ended up finding out a way to basically transform himself uh, so that he could uh, go and do those crimes, and he did. And uh, it, uh, you know, satiated uh, the crimes with the more he did them. Obviously, that's the theme is that uh, the more he did them, the uh, more frequent he was Mr. Hyde, and that became his, you know, identity, and I can get into all types of things, uh, but it's this theme of if you're not seen doing it, if it doesn't affect your reputation or your, you know, well-being or anything like that, uh, then, you know, would you do it? In another way, um, in Plato's Republic, he talks about the uh, Ring of uh, Gyges, uh, which is a ring that essentially turns someone invisible, uh, and its brother asks him, um, you know, would a intelligent, reputable man uh, commit atrocities if he knew that he could get away with it? Uh, with the Ring of Gyges being the um, main symbol of that, that uh, you become invisible and then you can do whatever you want. Uh, if your reputation or your, um, you know, whatever isn't on the line, uh, would you do that? And then uh, to bring, like, another literary element into this, uh, now that I'm talking about it, I just reminded myself of, uh, the book Crime and Punishment, uh, so Raskolnikov, um, ends up committing murder of a pawnbroker, and, uh, then deals with the mental anguish of his actions the rest of the book, and part of the answer to this question is, um, 
possibly, maybe, maybe a lot of people would uh, commit those actions if it did not affect their reputation. And the other part of it is, well, everybody does have a conscious unless you're, you know, um, you have an antisocial personality disorder like sociopathy or psychopathy. Um, if you have that conscious, then you're kind of checking yourself, uh, and you're affecting your own, uh, persona and idea of yourself and that your conscious would, um, you know, haunt you essentially if you did do some type of action, even if no one else saw. Um, but I always see a problem within, uh, the church and, um, Christians, uh, from like the cultural standpoint, uh, able to commit sins that are very clear in the Bible and not care. And one of the aspects of that is kind of why I wanted to bring up these stories and this theme, because as long as they're seen as, you know, going to church on Sundays or, you know, dressing nice or whatever the way that they want to be viewed, uh, as long as they're viewed that way, uh, then they continue on in their sinful lifestyle. And that's uh, partially that comes with maturity in your walk with Christ. I'm not saying that, you know, everybody does this or, um, everybody, uh, can, you know, continually does this. Obviously, uh, the more you mature in your relationship with, uh, the Lord, uh, the more those habits change. And, uh, I'm not saying that you become perfect or anything like that. I'm not saying that, you know, some people are worse or better than others. Uh, that's not the point of this. The point is, uh, the danger of, uh, essentially desensitizing yourself to what's right and what's wrong uh, because now we live in a culture where it doesn't matter if you're seen or not um, because everybody's pretty much desensitized to uh, everything because uh, you could be seen or not seen doing something that uh, is generally wrong uh, but if culture and your you know upbringing or your environment or whatever says that it's okay then you have no uh, conscience to really check yourself. And uh, that's the other thing is your conscience is literally dependent on what you think is right and wrong. And that's your perception. Uh, that's why uh, people that have antisocial personality disorders claim to not have empathy or they're completely apathetic or, uh, you know, whatever. It's because they see that it's not right or wrong. So... When talking about, you know, uh, if you were able to transform into another person, would you commit crimes? Or if you were be able to turn invisible, would you uh, commit other sins? Um, those types of philosophical questions uh, are kind of null and void um, because it, the, the weight of it is that we have such a desensitive desensitization yeah okay i can say words this is my podcast <laughs> um but we have such a desensitization that um you know nothing's wrong or anything like that uh there are so many uh things i can go down lists of uh, you know hot button topics and i don't really want to go through that um and this podcast is kind of just like bringing up this topic to uh, have you think about it and kind of mull around with it. Um, but uh, you can guess at what topics they could be. Um, but when you uh, see something as inherently right or wrong, that affects how your conscience responds to committing an action, whether it be to 
do something right or do something wrong, uh, then you'll check yourself. Um, but we also, uh, specifically Christians, need to realize that uh, regardless of if we think it's hidden or not, it's not because, um, you know, the Lord sees us, the Lord knows our innermost thoughts, um, he created us, knitted us together in, his, in our mother's wombs. Um, when we go to, like, that level, um, I don't know, is it that you don't have an immediate repercussion uh, to it, uh, that it's, uh, you know, um, everybody talks about, oh, well, you know, I'm not uh, going to be punished until death or something like that. Um, but at the same time, uh, no one's promised tomorrow. Like, you don't know when you're going to die. Um, that's uh, foolish um, to believe that, you know, you have 20 more years or whatever. Um, I know and understand mortality from a very, uh, from very real experiences in my personal life, um, so I could speak into that a bit. But is it that um, you don't have the cultural, um, you know, the repercussions? Because uh, you see, like, the cancel culture that's super prevalent now, um, there's no forgiveness, uh, there's no nothing, it's just, like, you do one thing bad, uh, wow, outweighs everything, and then you're done, your career, blah, 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 um, you know, it doesn't matter, uh, because you don't stand for, uh, whatever, uh, crowd stands for, um, and that's kind of ridiculous, but it's also not necessarily the point of this discussion, um, because even in those cases, like, it's usually uh, some type of celebrity or something like that, um, and there's very little of the majority of celebrities' um, lives that is not in the public eye to some certain extent. Obviously, they uh, can be as private as they want, uh, depending on how secretive they can move around, I guess. But um, with, like, the advent of Twitter and social media, like, everybody's telling everybody what they're doing. It's not like things are generally secrets. Um, but yeah, I just feel like, uh, specifically in the church, and this is uh, more of a rambling for this podcast, um, I just see so many people that... Uh, just want to give their, you know, Christian mask, Christian persona to kind of like get by and be part of the church. I'm not really sure. Um, I don't, I don't know their, um, motives, I guess. Um, because I've been very convicted with a lot of behaviors in my life and, uh, sins and, um, I've had to walk out tons of things. So I'm not really sure what motives are to like continually be a part of the church, but also live a lifestyle that's not biblically accurate. I think it's like you're trying to trick yourself, like you can do all this stuff and still go to heaven. Um, like it's the, the fire insurance uh, kind of like jab um, that I appreciate people giving um, because it's 100% accurate. Um, like, this, this walk, this relationship is not uh, fire insurance. It's, it's built for you to be um, above everything that you could ever be. It's, it's literally uh, the opportunity to be a part of something uh, that's a billion times bigger than you, that 
is, I don't know, I'm getting off on a tangent here, um, and getting away from the main topic, um, but yeah, that's, these are things that I think about, and that's how this podcast comes about, apparently, um, but yeah, uh, so, uh, I guess I'll just restate the question, um, and you can think about it, uh, either for yourself or for people that you've, you know, had contact with or whatever, um, on one end, there is the um, idea that if you were unseen um, and you didn't lose any credit or uh, whatever, would you continually live in a way that is um, not healthy or um, even to the um, highest extent evil? Um, and then on the other side, like, uh, do you have a conscience in place, like, are you plagued by past decisions, because those are, like, two sides of the same coin, there are people that, uh, can come into a church and, um, you know, do the, you know, Monday through Saturday, uh, sinful life, and come into church and praise and worship and leave feeling great, um, and then go back to a Monday, and then there are the people that, like, uh, struggle with forgiving themselves, like, their conscience is so heavy that, you know, they do the smallest thing, and uh, they just can't get away from it. And um, neither of those are obviously healthy um, ways to live, specifically in your walk. Um, but yeah, those are the two prevalent sides of the uh, conversation that I kind of just brought up in this. Um, so as always, thanks for listening and tuning in and commenting and liking and all the stuff. Um, I certainly appreciate it. And I'll catch you at the next one.